This podcast may contain offensive content. You have been warned. Welcome to the Diecast Podcast. I am your host and DM, Johnny, and this is Tales from Troll Skull, Volume 2, Episode 6. The groups are mixing, they are merging, they are creating a whole new dynamic. We have a great adventure planned for everybody, but first, let's take a moment to say happy belated pride to everybody. Celebrate yourselves. I hope you had a great, great pride month. We celebrate everybody in the LGBTQ 2IA plus community. You are loved, you are welcomed, and you will always have a safe and open space here. And we should be fighting to create more spaces and more inclusivity for everybody to play. Diversity is a strength and everybody has a story to tell. So let's make sure they have a space to tell their stories. I hope you all had a great month. I hope you all had a safe month. And let's keep celebrating everybody in the community and making sure that there is a place for you that is welcome, safe, and open for everybody. And the second bit of news. I'm in a video game. I'm in this amazing new game called Pico. It came out on June 28th and it is on Steam right now. Blend tea and friendship in the flavorful world of Pico, a cozy cat-filled tea-making simulator about taking the time for self-care and connecting to what makes you happy. Build relationships, upgrade your tea house, and discover new recipes as you work towards creating a place you can call home. Pico is on sale right now on Steam. It is amazing. It's fun. I am playing the voice of Mayor Pamba. Caution when you play it, though, you will lose track of time. I have done that many times already, uh, where you sit down like, I'm just going to chill out with some cool cats and uh, brew some tea. And then you realize, oh, I I I can hear the the birds waking up. Crap. But it is a lot of fun, and if you just want like a cool time to sit back, relax, have some fun, have a good community building game, Pico is definitely it. Check it out on Steam. Lots of links. And if you hear me, let me know what you think. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it's it's a fun game to play. Go out and play it. You're not gonna you're not gonna regret it. You're gonna have a really good time. And of course, our sponsor for the show as always, is the Storytelling Collective. The Storytelling Collective is an online learning community that offers affordable and accessible programs for independent writers. The program offers courses, forms, and resources for creators in independent literary and gaming communities. They have a ton of classes you can sign up for. A wide variety of gaming systems, comic writing, or self-marketing is a fantastic collection. You can find out more at their website. You can find out more on their website at storytellingcollective.com or on Twitter at Storytelling Cole, C-O-L, at the end. And they are currently in their season of adventure. It's running from June to August of 2023. And one of the big things is their courses for Write Your First Adventure are no longer dictated by the season. You can take that course year-round. So if you've got time and you've got the 
the urge to write a D&D or a TTRPG adventure and you don't know how, the Storytelling Collective is the best place to go and learn. They teach you so much. They will get you nice and prepared. And the community on their Discord is so good. It's so welcoming. It's so inclusive. I've been talking about them for I don't even know how long now. They are just good people. It's a great community, great teachers. If you need help, everyone's there right away to jump in and help you. I just can't say enough good things about the Storytelling Collective. If you want to learn how to create a space for yourself and create a world for yourself or create an adventure for yourself or your friends, go to the Storytelling Collective. They will help you out. The courses are great. I love their self-marketing course and how to get over the, the hangups, the how to bust through a creativity block. If you feel, ever feel stuck about trying to write an adventure and as creative people, we all run into that barricade sometimes, but there's a lot of great tips, a lot of great lessons that the Storytelling Collective has accumulated and shared with their community. So go check them out. Like I said, storytellingcollective.com, their website, go sign up, uh, go fill up that dashboard full of lessons and seminars. It is well worth it. You can find them on Twitter at Storytelling Cole, C-O-L at the end, follow them, give them a share, uh, share them with a friend. You will not regret it. As always, you can find us on our website at www.flyinglistenstudio.com, on Twitter at Diecast Podcast, and on Instagram at The Diecast Podcast. Yeah, you got to change it up a little bit sometimes. But if you want to help us out, the biggest thing you can do is leave a rating, leave a review. Spotify is one of our biggest distributors. iTunes is also a big one. So just leave us a rating, leave us a review, share us with your friends. It does a whole lot more than you think to elevate us, get us seen by more people. If you just take the time to do that, it would help us out a ton and we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, I think that is it for now before we jump into the new adventure. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be something new, something a little different. We're going to be continuing the storyline from the first little bit of volume two. And as I say this, we're also recording, we're recording the final block for the, the last little bit. So this is going to be uh, the cultist section and we're recording the cure section uh, right now. And after that, then it'll be season eight, Dragon Echoes. So there's a lot more diecast to come. There's a lot more D&D to come. I hope you're all having a great time. As always, tell a loved one how you feel. Drink lots of water this summer. It's going to be a hot one. I love you all. See you next week. Let's have a lot of fun. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diecast Podcast, Tales from Troll Skull, Volume 2. Here we have Cultist Infiltration, as the B-team has split up and merged. It's Elspeth and Mari have comboed up with Yojin and Bucket. If you've played Marvel's Alliance, we are mixing the superheroes together, and we're going to see some awesome combo moves, potentially. Uh, or just general shenanigans, uh, as we have two rogues, a bard, and a robot, who I think it's kind of like Bucket and Elspeth are the mom and dad of the team, it, it feels like. <laughs> uh, morally? Morally, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. Morally. <laughs> but we are in uh, Troll Skull Manor. Date night has just happened. The secrets of Dormu have been revealed. The golden eyes have been discovered. Uh... Cold water has been spilt everywhere. It's the next day. 
as the team, the the modified B team and the I, what's the B team and the uh, uh, the brunch tr- the brunch team or the breakfast crew uh, have come together. As you find yourselves, it is early morning, right at the pip of nine a.m. of Trollskull Manor. The kitchen is full. The restaurant is full. It is a humdrum or a hum of of people eating, talking. Uh, you can see uh, pots and pans levitating in the kitchen as the the, the stovetop goes full tilt. Martem is there baking some sticky buns right away in the oven, and they smell just as good as lifts. As you see that that small little sectioned off area, that little kind of like private room with the velvet rope is actually kind of like pushed in a little bit closer as there's actually like people with like tables uh, set up inside uh, your kind of like meeting area as it just they needed the extra space for more people coming in. Uh, As you see, you're in your little waiting area and Marley comes in and she's wearing a very, very nice kind of summery dress. It has she's got magnificent blue hair that kind of goes up into like a sky with like little kind of like illusory birds just kind of like floating around as it kind of kind of melts down as it's kind of like the skyline going into like the landline into like a nice ocean almost like a wearing a bob ross painting comes out and next to her of course is magic owl with his bright pink robe and wizard hat and like the wizard hat just kind of like floofed over at the top a little bit like yellow moons and stars and crescents and and whatnot as she comes in and says, my darlings, my darlings, I'm glad you're all here together. We have a very important guest. Magic Al has some information that may be of worthwhile to your concern of your, and she looks around, demonic prince that's come into the forest. Good morning, Marley. Good morning, Mr. Magic Al. How are you today? Also, Marley, thank you so much for all your tips the other day on like how to do my hair and things. I really appreciate it. And I think it went over quite well until, I mean, it got wet. But other than that. Oh, my dear, my dear. You looked stunning. You looked ravishing. And I do believe that you have smitten that, that young incubus. And coming from experience from an immortal being who's married six incubi before in her lifetime. It's a good relationship if it lasts, but they usually go back to hell after a while. Not by choice, but sometimes they just get banished that way. People get very upset when devils are around. Well, certainly we have more important things to focus on in any way. Uh, it's like, you see Magic Al pipe up and like, yep, that's right. We have concerns in the sewers and I need your help. I believe those cultists, those people with the wacky golden eyes, have been filtering around and influencing the rodents I've tried to reintroduce to the system. Yojin kind of has been like just quietly eating um, their food, but kind of like immediately looks upset about caring about the sewers again. No, no, I, ca- I can't. I can't do that anymore. I've, I've, we did the sewers. We finished the sewers. Why are we going back to the sewers? Well, it seems that uh, after you have cleared out uh, some of the rat or found out why the rats aren't there anymore, I reintroduced the whole new population to try and keep the ecosystem of Waterdeep on par, and they all died. The rats or the people? Oh. Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, That's no. troublesome. That's um, can I just take a quick look around and see if we have any golden eye people? I mean, I know about Yojin, obviously, but like. 
around the restaurant, maybe looking uh, over or peeking in or give me a perception check. It'll be a tough one. Perception. Ooh. Oh. Twenty-four. You don't see any golden eyes, but you definitely see people eating like a whole uh cornucopia of food in front of them where it looks like uh braised meats, eggs, fruits. Uh, juices, and you can see some people like this is visually beautiful looking food. It smells amazing. Mm. Uh, they're not enjoying it, are they? They're not enjoying it at all. Mm. They've got all kind right. of like a what the fuck kind of taste to. But they're more engrossed in that than they are in like our little meeting. Give me an insight check. Yeah. What? 25. 25. Boom. Yeah, you you look around. Everyone seems to be engrossed in their own matters, their own their own deals, okay. uh, as it were. Right. Uh, um. So, do we have any theories on like why everyone in the sewers is dying? Do we think it's the same problem, different problem? Well, I or believe was it down it's in the sewers right? before. I believe it's the same problem because some of the rats I found have golden eyes, and some of the zombies I found have golden eyes as well. Oh, yeah. Also, they're turning into the undead, so there's literally a sea of undead rats in the sewers. Well, I'm uh, definitely out then. Uh, it's yeah. only getting worse. I mean, Bit of an understatement there, Bucket. Are we just exterminators now? Well, yes and no. There needs to be a balance in the ecosystem. But if it does interest you, I can pay you in gold, and I have this nifty little de- these nifty little devices you may be interested in. You may, uh, we, I only have two, but they are very cool. Just remember to aim away from face. As you what see, do they do? You see these little carts just come rolling out. Uh, there's no, there's no one pushing them. They just kind of magically come out on their own, and like these, the tiny little metal backpacks with these nozzles that come out with like this long mm-hmm. metal kind of kind of spigot at the front. And he says, now, <laughs> now We're not going ghost busting, are we? I want one. I want one. Want so gimme, gimme. Now, I'm if someone would be in. kind I'm enough to in. open Whatever a window, is, I want it. as you see um, Marley open up a window, as he takes a, like, a little flame off of his finger and puts that at the tip of the nozzle, and then you see this boosh, this gout of flame go shooting out into the street. It's like, now there are two modes. There's single fire mode, and then the cone, and it's almost like a dragon breath coming out, going, as you say, this cone, (laughs) you see people on the street going like, what the fuck, what the, as like this big gout of flame comes erupting out of Trollskull Manor. Uh, You see like the top. Are we being watched? (laughs) Now we are. Is this just the middle of the restaurant? (laughs) He he was shooting it out the window. All right. Uh, Are are the paladins still out there? (laughs) That's what I was thinking, the paladins. (laughs) Give me a perception Yojin check with advantage. Sorry, oh go, Yojin. Yojin immediately just drops their food and starts scrambling towards one of these uh, backpacks. Mari, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's the best idea. These are not toys. No, they're exactly toys. That's why we need them. Here, I'll put that on roll 20. Hopefully that shows up. Fire saucer or cone? Line mode or cone mode? 50 feet long and 5 feet wide. Oh my god. Or a 40 foot cone. Right. That just makes me think of that Bert and Ernie meme. Like, 
it's not I mean, the sounds that keep me awake at okay. night. It's the silence. <laughs> <laughs> so be fun. we're not trying to rehabilitate any of these animals then. Oh, oh, no, no, no. We are trying to get rid of them. They uh, Undead rats are even worse than no rats because they will uh, consume the, li- the other living organisms down there and soon there'll be no balance in the ecosystem. Uh, the undeath or the unlife is very uh, imbalanced to it all. I, uh, it kind of consumes the things people need to live. Uh, so Swap some rats. <laughs> I figure t- kill two zombies with one flamethrower. And you couldn't give us flamethrowers last time we went down into the sewers? Well, they were still in beta test. I didn't want to hurt anyone. Like, like we very clearly have it carved on the nozzle, aim away from face. Okay, well, there's two of them, and there's two halflings, so I kind of feel like these were made for us. I think so. Like, absolutely. They're, they're, they're magically... You know what? Yeah, I'm not comfortable operating one of these, so that's Perfect. fine. And I trust you both with my life and my face and all my eyebrows. All of them, eh? All of them. <laughs> and you the know what the good news is? Go, but <laughs> and I think, fuck it, you're like fire resistant, right? So if I just singe you a little, you'll be fine. Well, he there are you. inside parts of me that are made of wood. Well, just wood 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 keep it the fire on the outside. We'll keep the fire on the outside. Um, Magic Al, uh, are you by chance in contact with uh, your uh, I believe it's your brother, isn't it? Evil Al? Yes. Uh, I have a running theory that he may actually be the one responsible for turning the rats and the people downstairs in the sewers. I think that's a very good theory. I think he's heavily involved in this whole operation. Um, you wouldn't know his whereabouts, would you? Oh, I haven't known his whereabouts for over a decade. Right, okay. So, how much of the sewers are we going to have to comb? Are we going through the whole city? Or what point should we start at? Is there a central... I don't... You've been down in the sewer before. Do you both have a map or a a layout, memory, (laughs) anything? You see see Magic Out look a little sheepish and blush a little bit. It's like, actually, uh, I've never been into the sewers. I only pay people to go down there and... Do it for me. That's how you keep the robe so pretty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. uh, me and Bucket were in the sewers last time. That's how I got these babies. Yojin points to their eyes. Oh. Um, So Bucket's going to be our guide because I remember nothing but the trauma of being turned into whatever it is that I am now. Would Bucket remember where the lab was? Um, if he was put into the sewer that they went into last time? Absolutely, 100%. All right. Great, so Bucket, you're our map. I can guide us back to the lab, but I fear it may have been abandoned. But it's a good place to start. I agree. I don't suppose it lines up, because you also came to that mansion with me, Bucket. I don't suppose it lines up to remember... Agnes told us there was something going on in the basement where people were being fed to some sort of biological monster something. Give, Do me, you think- give me a survival check, Bucket. You have advantage on this roll. I just assume my brain is calculating. It's like one of those like 
crappy hacker scenes where like the map <laughs> of the city <laughs> is overlaid with like the map of the sewer system and it's like, alright, perfect. <laughs> Alright. Survive. With advantage. Ooh, 17. Yeah, you start your your synapses or your 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 ones and zeros begin to fire off and yes, it's in fact if you were to take a map of the sewers and a map of where that mansion was, there's definitely they they overlap with each other. I could lead us there next place. Uh DM, did Ignis give me any way to contact him in case of emergency sort of situation or like to update on information or things like that? Uh, I can't remember. We didn't have one established yet, but I believe okay. the flavor would have been he if he needed to contact you he'd come to Trollskull manor okay because just, he's he's kind of incognito most of the time i'm just wondering if i can get a message to him and see if maybe there's a way i mean i guess we go in through the sewers if you remember how to get there then we'll start there but we may end up working our way up into that basement if it's connected uh during this whole time that they've been talking Yojin got distracted by putting on the flamethrower <laughs> and pulls the trigger. <laughs> no. Where where are you aiming the the nozzle? Is it away from face? Well, I'm. It's it's away from face. I'm I'm kind of like pointing it just to like down down the window or where Al had aimed it before. All right. I'm yeah. smart enough to do that. Yojin's smart enough to do that. All right. As you aim it out, it's again a giant gout of flame comes out from these two hands of this little rogue as you see fire and you see people shocked and like odd as you, another giant gout of flame comes flying out. Uh, and you see magical. Oh, wait, 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 you gotta, you gotta be really careful. And you see him like, with like some frosty hands, like trying to like douse out some of the fires that catches on like the top of the ceiling and the windowsill and the window frame and stuff like that. The curtains are just gone. <laughs> Yojin just cackled. Like, <laughs> I well, turned to the restaurant and go, working on a new show, dinner and a show, working on, uh, you know, sorry folks for the disturbance. Enjoy your meals. Please go back. Do oh, your yeah. meals. Sorry, Marley. I promise I'll pay for those curtains. You see, like, it's very much that classic, just like slow eat to people who mid eat, just like going jaws agape and like the clank of a floor hitting the plate like <laughs> like what the needs more testing needs more rehearsals let's uh head out mari you gotta try yours next outside outside i don't outside. want to take it from me oh they can't take it from you if you're wearing it already they'll have to catch us first you're right <laughs> you see me just reaches over picks up yojin like well let's oh, okay. go outside Come on, man. You said they've got backpacks. We need those, like, leashes that attach to our wrists. Like, like, like a toddler. Uh, the, the one thing Come I on. did forget to put on the uh, the fire tosser description, they only have 10 shots each. So you're, you're, yeah. testing out, you're testing out shots won't count, but you get <laughs> 10, 10 pulls of the trigger. Ten. Does, does right. Al tell us this, or is this oh, yeah, yeah. outside yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, no, he, okay. Good to know. He's like, now you have ten more shots. Yeah. <laughs> Two to show off, one for actual work. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. They each had a test shot in them. <laughs> All right. Well, Yojin's just dangling there, but Bucket's holding them up and not doing anything, but just kind of like giving him a disgruntled look and just like, 
okay, fine, Al, tell us what else we need to know, and then I can get back to shooting this thing. It's like, all right, so essentially, uh, the sewers were essentially an underground highway for a bunch of thieves' guilds, uh, for the Zentarim, for uh, the Xanathar's guild, everything like that. When the undead started coming up and coming in a lot, they stopped using it for uh, a good long while, uh, and they're trying to, like, do it again, but so there's, like, bandits, zombies, zombo rats, sludge, disease, uh, it, it's not good. That's why I gave you a lot of fire, because fire will eventually clean everything out. Oh, like it'll it. clean out something. <laughs> Uh, fireball, fireball, fireball. <laughs> and, 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 uh, I feel very bad that you got the, the golden eye cursed. I, I apologize sincerely. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I want compensation actually. Now that I think about it and, and compensation, you shall receive, uh, you shall all receive 1000 gold for your oh, efforts. Each? Yes. Each? Oh, oh. Let's go kill some rats. Let's go. Bucket. Let's go. And Yojin, that will I, certainly help pay for the curtains. <laughs> I I officially oh, yeah. owe you one magical favor, and if you happen to get cursed throughout the process of this adventure, uh, I will owe you a magical favor. I'm very sorry about that. It's, and you don't need to roll an insight. Well, like he kind of like has his head down. He looks like he he feels legit concern and. Upsetness. Well, Magic Owl, are you working on any kind of way to reverse this curse? Because there are now probably thousands of people in this city who's inflicted with the golden eyes. And I mean, we can't, we don't want to get, we don't want bad things happening to any of them. We want to be able to heal them and get rid of this, whatever it is. So if there's any kind of favor you can pull with magic, that would be it. Well, well, the good news is, is that, uh, I'm part of the process. It's outside my, my school of expertise, but there is another group organized specifically to discovering the cure. I believe they are going out soon to talk to the Order of the Silver Hand and trying to work on a functional cure that will affect everybody. Wait, I was going to say paladins, can't they remove curse? Yeah, I have a question. How come, how come they get cure duty and we get sewer duty uh i feel like you're picking favorites here well you've got the most experience and honestly i think cure duty is a little bit more dangerous because they got to go out and fight some basilisks do they get paid I more was say, i'm not magically inclined that much i mean i feel like it needs to be a sorcerer wizard sort of situation going on or at least a cleric paladin well, I do know that your friend Daisy, the Ranger Lord, is going to be going out with them, and they do have a couple of healers going out with them. I believe uh, your little dwarven friend, Wano, is going out there as well. Oh, Wano, he's awesome. Daisy's leading. It's a little bit clumsy, if I remember, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> zing, point of inspiration for the zing. <laughs> All right, Bucket, can you put me down now so we can get this show on the road? If you promise to behave. It sets her down. <laughs> you know that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you are ready to head out. Uh, Bucket, as you head out into the streets, uh, Troll Skull Alley is just picking up with business. There is a couple of fresh scorch and singe marks out on the 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 the, the cobblestones outside. Uh, you see people kind of like shuffling their tables away from the open window where gouts of fire came out, 
and the paladins are very furiously scribbling down notes uh of what just transpired very much like a uh, a traffic cop taking notes of a of a, a slight fender bender that that occurred fuck it just Nothing waves to see here Nothing to see. salutations <laughs> and good morning <laughs> Oh, Leslie, we're going to have such fun. We're such opposites. <laughs> there, There is no response. They they acknowledge you by looking up at, at your group, but they do not respond whatsoever. I just pull my hat down a little bit far. <laughs> I'm going to run up. I'm going to run up. Half, like, look, at my, look at our back. Look at our back. <laughs> they're just strutting around like they own the place they're like yeah so cool backpack climb for a while. look at this look at this oh, look I <laughs> flame thrower what is that shouldn't you just get a wizard to do that it's flame without the wizard whoa you've blown my mind uh it's all right bucket lead the way it's easy enough to find your way to a manhole cover uh, that is accessible. There's actually one right, uh, map wise, there's actually one right inside, uh, Trollskull Alley. Um, who wants to give me a strength athletics check to try and pop that bad boy off? Me. Yo did well because they are feeling super confident right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. A nine. <laughs> a nine. So you see Yojin strap a little the, bit of an assist. Oh yeah, and you see Yojin strap the the nozzle uh, onto her backpack, very very um, uh, ecto or um, proton pack style for the Ghostbusters. And you see her just put her little hands in, like God, yeah, get it. Oh oh, it's clockwise. God, yeah, and not covered is not budge. Okay, let me help. I, I will assist. <laughs> no, wait, no, Mari, you're gonna help me. I'm helping. Oh no! <laughs> I see. Uh, Mackenzie, I help. Oh, okay, sorry. I was gonna say the natural, the natural one came second, but and you see, uh, Mari and Yojin begin to go down, and they're coordinating. So, like, oh, you take the left side, you take like this quadrant, and you see them pushing, and then. Bucket, when you look over top, you realize that they're actually like pushing against each other in the direction of how to like kind of like jar screw top this thing off as they're giving it all they're digging their little halfling feet in there's a little bit of sweat coming off of them their their, their arms are flexing strong like Gah! but that that manhole cover is is not moving whatsoever you're doing great you're doing great no you're looking you good left, teamwork left. No, makes the dream work <laughs> other pull, way pull. i'm pulling i we're Pulling and turning. Pull up. <laughs> Pull up. Twist it. You have to use your legs. You're the best. Elspeth just looks at Bucket like, "Are you gonna just?" <laughs> All right. Bucket walks up, and grabs them both, and he's like, "Hang on tight." Oh, come on! Oh. And then rotates them both. <laughs> you see his his wrist just begin to rotate like like a screw. <laughs> As it's almost like like a um uh the what are those machines that uh uh diffuse the blood that separate the blood from the plasma centrifuge, centrifuge. centrifuge. yeah, yeah. It's like as it just lifts up and Mari and Yojin are just a little bit dizzy as the the manhole cover perfectly comes off it it was a pull up 
I look at Buffy and I'm like, I don't know why you just didn't start anyway. Yeah. Uh, I like to encourage trying new things. I don't lift. I'll tell you what, since you're both so eager, why don't you go down there first with your guns aimed and we'll follow? No, no. Last time I jumped into one of these manhole covers, there was a bunch of uh, gross poop sewer down there. So I am not going first. I'll go first. What if you give it a, sh- a scatter shot first? Just nope. blame on right down the hole I, and then... Okay. I have only 10 shots. So unless Mari wants to. Okay, hold on. Let me... And then I'm going to call into the sewer. Is anyone there that doesn't want to get blown apart by a cone of fire? All right, so the first thing that hits you in the face, Mari, is this instant wave of heat and humidity. It feels like you've opened up a greenhouse and just the smell of decay and sewage and just other nastiness just like fills up. You're like, it's almost, almost, uh, like a gag reflex as soon as you open your mouth. It's just kind of like all wafts in to your face. Well, Mari Poli is going to puke a little bit right now. Like that's <laughs> hot shit. <laughs> it's not. No bueno. I've never been in the sewer before. Not a fan. Rose, Mari. Uh, And then, so upon puking, I'm going to blow some flame. All right. Roll me two days. After blowing blowing chunks, you're going to blow some flame. (laughs) Blow them flame chunks. (laughs) And then, like, trigger. (laughs) Roll me 2d8 fire damage, please, Mari. 2d8 fire damage. Where is the dice on this thing? Uh, what do I always? If you go to the left, left side, yeah, it's like a Adobe Photoshop toolbar. I see it because I'm always looking on the right side. Okay, two d eight, two d eight. See, we play forty. Ooh, good roll. As you see this light up, as like boom, as this like just source lighting from coming from this open sewer hole lights up. You see smoke and char and just carboned particles come floating up as it diminishes the smell a little bit because it's all that smell plus burning on top of it uh but you have whatever was down there you've definitely roasted nice it went from hot shite to burnt shite <laughs> toasted shite toasted <laughs> shite lately toasted <laughs> shite smells <laughs> like 2 a.m alleyway <laughs> all right well i'll go down jump first, down i guess are you going mari i'm going i'm, I'm already needing right, i'm I'm close behind. I'm close behind. Okay, one second. Let me get some I maps. I'm waist deep in this shit. <laughs> yeah, Hojin's going to be last into get that. Maps. They were, for let sure. Clear some war fog. Bucket will just lower himself down and then offer hands to Hojin. <laughs> just like last time. I'm pretty sure that's how you got me too in the first session. <laughs> All right, uh, if everyone can drag your characters and put them, whoops, select move, there we go, and put them right in this little area right, yeah. And you gotta, I think you gotta size yourself to, uh, to the appropriate squares. How do I make myself smaller? A question. Uh, click on, uh, maybe I can do it. Uh, Mari looks there. the right size. Let's shrink bucket down a little bit. Oh, thank you. I was just turning myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Am I okay for size? You? <laughs> yes. Yes, you're out. Oh, it's good. It's good. I know I'm not, but you can fix that. Shrink you down. It's the wee bit. There you go. 
I'm very tall for my picture. <laughs> All right. So uh, for people who've been in the sewer before, uh, it is a lot more. It feels visibly more or it feels noticeably more warm. There's a humidity here. You're probably around like, think Toronto, 85% in the summertime where it's just like the heat and grime is just sticking to you. Uh, and you do notice that the, uh, the canals in the sewers where like the sludge and sewage have gone have changed in color. And there's this distinct greenish, yellow, brackish, almost like the Ghostbusters 2 sewer of ooze viscosity to it. As you said, like, these little like bloop, bloop, bloop. Uh, as it, there seems to be quite a flow going on and cardinal directions. So top is north, uh, right is east, left is west, and down is south. And it smells rank and foul down here. Uh, actually, and you do notice that as you land, that there was some type of fleshy vestibule at the bottom of the ladder, and you're just kind of landing in like almost like burnt barbecue chicken at the bottom. As Elspeth puts in like that gritty crunch underneath your shoes and boots. Oh no. Um yeah, Yojin's jumped down into Bucket's arms, but is very happy to not be touching the ground. Also, my golden eyes mean I can't smell, right? Because I can't taste or smell. Correct. That's I'm living nice. the dream. Give mm. me your golden eyes. It smells Lucky. so much better now down here. Or wasn't it, it doesn't it's not nearly as bad as last time. Mars. Uh, dm what's the light like like i have dark vision but how's everybody else doing so there are like little ambient torches and the thing you notice actually elspeth give me an arcana check right away arcana check Ooh, a 10 so the one thing you do notice is that uh there is definitely like light source coming down from like the sewer or from the open manhole cover and from there's like you see like a couple of torches along uh you're not quite sure the effect but you can actually see like the light illuminating from the torches does not go out as far as they should why or how you can't figure it out quite exactly but you can see the effect like light is almost being suppressed down here okay can i investigate the barbecue chicken remains A absolutely <laughs> investigation or medicine if you will your choice investigation for sure 10 uh it's it's a charred mess uh it is whatever it was you can tell there's no bone structure to it it was just kind of like a fleshy thing Dear god it's it's to to continue the check the chicken metaphor it's like someone left uh, a chicken breast on the grill for three days and just let that sucker burn and char all the way through well, I have no idea what this is. Let's move on and kill more things. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with not figuring this mystery out. I, it's, uh, I, I, I don't want to look at it anymore. Which way, Bucket? This way. And Bucket will just put Yojin on his shoulders like a tank. <laughs> um, and just proceed in this direction. Because that's... Uh where I assume it goes. Yeah. You know, Yojin, like... Yojin has the nozzle of the flamethrower sitting right on top of Buck's head, so it is like a little tank. Mari, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind, maybe you could take out, take up the rear, and that way we've got flames in the front and flames behind. You got it. 
Right. <laughs> make sure that. you don't aim towards the front. I will do that. And again, those nozzles always have like beautifully carved carved into them. Says aim away from face with an arrow pointing out forwards. <laughs> um, can I kind of keep an ongoing perception check, or at least tell me how often I can check and just keep my eye out? For Actually, anything? give me a perception check right now. <clears throat> well, it, it's hard to really stay concentrated because the smell my the- eyes are watering it's brutal oh my god and it's like so you can't smell you've <laughs> also got like those little beads of sweat coming down off your eyebrows and it's just kind of stinging the sides and the the smell coming off that that sewage canal is just so repulsive that it's it's hard to concentrate you're it's not that you can't do it it's just that you're being very distracted by the the suppressive nature of of the sewer underneath i would like to cast Wait, just a second, just a second. Do you have prestidigitation or something? I don't have prestidigitation. I wish I did. Damn it. Um, I don't see what the problem is. It's not so bad. I Well, I don't have is. a nose, but I can see the stink. I would like to cast Mage Hand as often as possible and have it, like, waft and run, <laughs> like just create at least a breeze, move the air around a little bit, just to kind of keep us at least the two of us cool and maybe at least give us a bit of air. It doesn't so much help with the smell, but it does help with like, at least something like waving, like movement of air. Cause it feels everything's very stagnant and stale down here. But the, aside from the sewage that has a very clear current to it, not much moves down here. Are we <laughs> heading to, are we heading like towards the current or away from it? You're heading with the Probably current. North. Okay. Um, could I maybe take my rapier as we walk along at some point and stick it into the goo? Absolutely. And just see what happens. Uh, you stick your rapier into the goo, and it's a very deceptive look. Because as soon as you stick your tip in, it just whoosh, it almost wants to jump out of your hands. Ooh. And as you pull it out, you can see, again, it's... Not so much a water combination, but it's more of like a thick, viscousy slime. And it's a. Does it seem acidic at all? Does it eat away at the blade or anything like that? Give me an arcana check once more. Oh, now, is this is this goo or is this poop? Have we have well, we figured that out yet, or are we trying to discover that? Well, I'm trying to just see what the properties are of it. Uh, from any count, it it doesn't look acidic. Um, it doesn't look. Uh, there, there is something magical at its nature, but it's hard to tell exactly what it is. It looks like there's a bunch of different elements mixing together. The one thing you can tell for sure is not acidic, and it's definitely not like creatures poop sewage. It is. But it did, it did try to kind of pull at my sword a little bit when I stuck it in, like that, it, like not, not like with with a sentience. It's just the current was so strong that's like going okay, whoosh. okay, right. So it's moving quickly, but it is very viscous, like quite thick. Well, it's not eating through my sword, so it's not acidic, but I would still avoid it because it's going to be quite a pull if you were to fall in. As long as it's not eating us back, I'm okay with it. Okay. All right, so I'm going to continue leading the way. I, uh... I have the fire rune, the fire giant rune on my sword. Could I use that to like sort of as a light source? Absolutely. 
I'll say that actually gives you advantage on perception checks with visual stuff and investigation and my, checks. And my golden eyes, ugh, I can't remember. I can see invisible things. You get true sight technically, and you can okay. see through magically inclined darkness. So everything's fine for you okay. down here. Like you have, you have no trouble seeing down here. Oh, so it's magically inclined darkness. Like the, the, right. the description Elspeth gives you of the darkness round, it's you don't see it yeah. at all. Like not like it's like the the torches and sconces on the wall. They're giving off a nice glow. Like it's 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 a nice helpful pathway infrastructure like someone put these down here to help guide people along the sewers and for mm -hmm. elspeth it's like these sconces are fighting to give off light to uh yojin it, it it's like they're just normal everyday sconces all right um while bucket is moving forward with their light source i'm also like sitting on his shoulders kind of being like okay no you want to go a little bit more to the right or go a little bit more to the left or like watch out for that thing on the ground Doing a lot of um, backseat driving. Mm -hmm. you, I was going to say, do you want to give a perception or a persuasion check for... <laughs> uh, that... <laughs> I, I feel like it's going to be uh, persuasion. All right. That is a 17! Nice. Uh, Bucket, you... Your eyes are not organic, but even they're having troubles processing the darkness. And it's it's very much the backseat driving, although, you know, in the social construct between other organic creatures, uh, this is actually quite helpful. This is very much in, in your mindset of like, oh, no, this is a situation and a problem. And Yojin is providing the solution that is very logical to uh, to this problem as you are. I'm going to move you up. Oops. Perfect. And I'll say you get advantage on this perception check as I clear away more area. All right. Get out of here, Fog. 21. Oh, yes, absolutely. You hear whispers, which seem to be echoing out just a little bit, and they're coming from around... The corner. I don't know if you can see that mark where I'm pinging off, but they seem to be coming from over yar. And you hear like, "Oh yeah, I mean, like, what? What do we do? I, I don't know. We got to figure it out. We got to. We got to get down there. Like, if we don't get down there, we're going to be in a lot of trouble." Can I sneak over there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and because because it is magically inclined darkness, you do get advantage on the stealth check, as does yes. everybody else. Excellent. Great, it cancels out my disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 24 nice. stealth. Uh, I will say if you're going to cross over the canal, I will need either a strength athletics or an acrobatics check. DC oh, 10. Okay. Uh, ooh, acrobatics. Oh. That's a natural one, though, and you're a halfling, so you can re-roll that natural one. Re-roll that, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Almost the exact opposite. Nice. So 25, like, you do like that front flippies right over the top oh, ha, ninja and you see mari just disappear into the darkness except except for yojin who can perfectly see her fine oh yojin just gives like mari a big thumbs up from across the canal like well done just rooting her on thank yeah. you my motivation was not falling in a river of shit <laughs> oops uh reveal <laughs> reveal 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 
Reveal, reveal, reveal. Bring, bring some people out. Can I get closer to listen to what they're saying? Yeah, one second. As I... Get closer. All right, Bucket, if she doesn't come back in two minutes, I'm blasting. <laughs> Give me a percent. Wait until we see something. Yeah, you, you actually, I mean, we're not going to be seeing anything. Your stealth check is good enough. You don't need to roll a perception check for because you're right up against the corner with your ears. And as you put your, your hands up against the side of the the stonework on the wall, mm-hmm. it feels slimy and warm and wet. And you actually see like there's warm? almost like like a glistening, like almost as if the walls are sweating. She gags again. <laughs> as you hear them, you hear the three voices. Uh, they all sound very raspy, like like people who have been smoking for, for 15 years straight and have not taken a glass of water in that in that meantime. And you hear them saying like, oh, yes, well, if we don't get there, we got to get the meeting's going to be soon. If we don't get there soon, the master's going to be very upset. Like, I know, I know this, uh, the, the the prophecies are going to happen today. Like the, the offerings are going to be made. Like, and if we're not there, then we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Like they 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 need like a broad choice of 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 people to choose from. And we, we have to be there for the offerings. I'm going to I'm going to wave for them to slowly join me. Or should I? Or should I come back to you and try to be like? Hmm. I don't. Can I? Can I see her that far away? Yojin, you absolutely can. Everyone else has trouble okay. seeing her. In fact, she's almost gone to everybody else. Bucket, bucket, Elsbeth. Yeah, uh, Mari wants us to join her, but be quiet, okay. please. I will need stealth checks from everybody. Uh, advantage for the darkness. Do you want us to do acrobatics for going across? Uh, so the choice, yes. Uh, so the choices for bucket are: you can do a strength athletics or an acrobatics with disadvantage because uh, Yojin's on your shoulders, or you can both jump over individually. Uh, um, wait. Take Yojin with you, and I'll give you ba- uh, an inspiration. Perfect. Ooh. How does how does so Elsbeth? Them- how does Elspeth inspire in in the dank, smelly sewer? Uh, Yojin, I think I think you should get on Bucket's back. Bucket, I know that you can carry them. I know you won't drop them, and I know you won't fall. And I'll just like touch them and give them some bardic inspiration. Do you get a D eight to add to the ability check or roll for an eighteen? And then use it's very very Olympic uh, long jump or just standing long jump. Go punk. You go across the other side. I do. I rolled a twenty-three for acrobatics. So Absolutely. I think I can nice. cross fine. So how do, how do you acrobatically self- cross cross the uh, cross well, the ooze? Well, I think I take I take my loot and I swing it around so I make sure it's on my back, and then I'll do a, a bit of a high jump and a tumble in the air, and then land on the other side on my feet. Everybody wants a good front flip. Life about it. You all land down, and now everyone give me your stealth checks made with advantage, please. 24. 24 is very 15. good. 24. I, looked, I, I looked where Mari stepped, and I just followed in your steps. Perfect. All right, and everyone can conglomerate around 
Murray. Yodin is being very stealthy on top of Bucket's shoulders. <laughs> I, I will also assume, unless someone does something outlandish, this is kind of like that Broadway talking whisper. Right. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Homer's <laughs> Okay. Mark, yeah. okay. So it, it sounds like some prophecy is happening today. <laughs> okay. A prophecy? I How many of them are there? I'm going to look around the corner. Yeah, you, you can see easily see three. three. Actually, Mari, what you see is a little concerning. It throws you off a little bit. Um. Because you see three people in green and yellow robes, very, very cult-like hooded robes. And as you see them reach their hands out, they're covered in like these sickly boils and blisters. You can see like their wrist bones, their forearm bones. Uh, and it also looks like uh, almost someone has done like like a Photoshop like um, stretch where it looks like something's just like pulling their spirit out. And it's in a constant state of just like, they're almost like this faded uh, image of themselves coming out, and it's all aimed towards the ooze. So they don't look like fun. They don't look well, and they all have golden eyes. Should we put them out of their misery? <laughs> oh, let's blame them. I do have an idea, because then we could possibly use their robes, but if you flame them, we won't be able to use our robes. I'm listening. <sighs> But I, I want to kill them. I want to. Elspeth, please. So we get them I'm out of the ropes and then we flame them. We I could use them for information. Okay, Bucket, but I mean, like, are you going to touch them? You heard what Mari said. They look gross. I don't <laughs> feel things. <laughs> All right. Well, you're touching That's them. You're, you and Elspeth can be the ones to take off their clothes. I'm not touching them. Well, I could put them to sleep, possibly, and then we could strip their robes, and then you could burn them to a crisp. <gasps> that sounds delightful. I love this. Yes. Everybody wins. Elsa, we should go wins. on adventures more often. This is great. Everyone's so creative. Everybody's so creative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How can yeah. roast people? Okay, let me just check. If I cast this, uh, where's the spell? Um, just need to read what this is about oh yeah it's you essentially you're gonna roll a bunch of d8s and it's gonna it's gonna be the hit point total and you're gonna start at the top and uh for every hit point so like if something has like 10 hit points if you roll 11 hit points then you knock 10 hit points and they just fall asleep no save it just happens there's no save that's what i wanted to check and i did want to check what i could do at a higher level because uh, it is a, it's a first level spell, but if I do it at second level, then it's 78. And if yeah. I do it at third level, it's 90. It's a lot of D8s. Mm-hmm. So I think there's three of them. I'm going to do a second level and do 78. All so right. It is in uh, creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within range. Range is 90 feet, so I'm just going to poke my wee head around the corner and cast sleep and see what happens. All right, so what is this so, magical effect? How does Mar- how does uh, Elspeth shoot, send out well, this? Well, I'll have to swing my loot back around and 
um, I'm going to start strumming a little lullaby, just a little kind of soft um, plucking, almost like harp-like. And then, um, gee, I wish I knew how to use roll 20. How do I roll more than, how do I roll seven of them? Uh, so you just do forward slash roll and space 7d8. Let me do some. Oh, that's a lot of hit points. Oh my God. I rolled one, two, three, four, five sevens, and then a six and a five. <laughs> oh, You're done. They're comatose. This is a, a lullaby. <laughs> this is a really, really useful lullaby. My mom taught it to me. I'm going to need you to, to sing me that to sleep because I will never forget this sewer. <laughs> so you see the first two hooded figures like talking to like, well, if we if we take a left, but we gotta avoid the. Uh, okay, let's load them. Let's get let's get their shit. <laughs> you see the first okay, two. There's one more. There's wait, one more. Wait, you see wait. the first two slump down. You see the third one look up, peel back its cloak, and you know it's like his hair's almost all gone. It's got little little spurts and fluffs and tufts left. His eyes are golden as he re- he kind of like has like a sunken face. You can see all his cheekbones and like almost like the the tendons and sinew underneath his skin, as you do notice two elven ears on either Gosh. side of his head as he looks up and goes, ah! as we are now going to roll some initiative. So if you could target initiative time, target yourself, <laughs> Sivu play. <laughs> Descending no. order. Very unfortunate six coming from bucket. Hey, I got a nine, so here we go. And Mari, I don't see on there. Oh, Mari's got a 13. Let me do descending order again. Bap. Mari, you are going first. Okay. What do you wish to do? Well, has he seen us yet? Uh, he's, he's, He's seen Elspeth stick her head around. He... Had he not been an elf, he probably would have been knocked unconscious by the sleep spell. Yes. yes. But he hasn't seen me yet. Hasn't seen you, no. Is he the one at the back or the front? Which one is he? He's the one at the back. The other two marked with the icon has, I see, I see. has I see, slumped I see. down. Okay. And you notice as they slump and kind of fall, like, like fall seated on the ground, they kind mm-hmm. of leave a streak trail on the wall as if those are almost just like a, like a greasy substance. That's Speed kind of like, marks. Yeah. <laughs> But it's coming from the wall and not the cultists. I see. I see. Okay. Um, so I'm wondering, like, would I be able to sneak along this wall? Like, is it shadowed enough that he wouldn't be able to see me approach him? Absolutely. Like, your your original stealth roll still sticks because he hasn't seen you or even know that you're there right now. Okay, cool. So I'm going to try to sneak along the wall. How many spaces is that? 5, 10, 15? You should have lots of room to go. Perfect. Um, (laughs) I'm going to get real close. Where's my thingy? Okay. Get real close. Uh, And I'm going to do a sneak attack. What are you... Are you sneak attacking the guy in front of you, or are you sneak attacking the guy at the back? The guy at the back. Okay, so you're going to need to get... Either throw your weapon, or you're going to... And because you're halfling, you can move through other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
I will say, give me an acrobatics check, DC 15, to get by the guy at the back, but you absolutely can do that. Okay, I got acrobatic. I got 18. Perfect. <clears throat> so how do you parkour over these two unconscious cultists and this guy who's flipped his hood back and like he looks like he's literally decaying in front of you and then like just this essence of this person is being pulled into this ooze. It's not going to be so much like really cool parkour as much as it is avoidance of how disgusting they are. So it'll be like a really like mostly like just like deking in and out and disgusting. Oh my God. And then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to use my short, my plus two short sword from our beautiful witch in the woods. And I'm going to stab them. Do it up. Oh, 28. That is definitely a hit. Nice. Please roll up your damage and your sneak attack damage. <laughs> sneak attack. Okay, so how do I do the sneak attack again? That is 3d6? Yeah, so hit your short sword. That'll give you the damage, and then you can roll 3d6 for your sneak attacks. 12. And my 3d6. That is here. All right, we're learning 3d6. 9. Oh, he is... 12 plus 9 is... He's having a very bad day. He is still standing, but he has taken a grievous wound from your magical short sword. Delicious. We love that. Um, and because... Blah, 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 I have halfling. Okay, no, that's the creature size. Yeah, that's that, uh, that, that lets you go through other creatures. You can take a bonus action on each of your turns in combat. Okay, and this would be... Okay, so I'm going to hide again. I, I'd say... Normally you could, but you are also standing right next right. to him. There's not <laughs> yeah. a whole lot of places to hide, unfortunately. I mean, she could just grab his robe and go, Ooh, you can't see me. <laughs> I mean, I could. I'll, you <laughs> I know what? I'll, I'll say absolutely. It's going to be dis- with disadvantage, but you absolutely can try to hide on him. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide. Okay, so how do I, where do I roll? Is it stealth? Uh, so just click your stealth skill, and it's going to be, it always rolls with uh, two dice, and you're going to take the lower, which is still an 18, oh, which is still very 18. good. 18 guys i hide under his robe <laughs> so you see mari come darting up very avoidant like, ninja style like uh, 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 jabs him right in the armpit and then falls back and just covers herself with the cloak from one of the sleeping cultists this is why you don't wear cloaks no capes no capes no capes no capes no capes <laughs> uh we're going to elsbeth elsbeth it is your turn as you've heard and seen Mari go around the corner and hear like a ah! and then where did she go? <laughs> Where'd she go? <laughs> uh I'm going to uh pop uh in front uh, around the corner there, take aim and toss a dagger in his direction. Give um, me an attack and roll, see if please. I can uh seventeen to hit. Seventeen definitely hits. And I guess that's a five then. That's a five. As describe how this dagger sinks into the cultist as he collapses down to the ground. <laughs> I saw that Mari gave him, uh, he was looking pretty rough after she slashed him up. So I pop around the corner. I go, and he's going, where is she? Where is she? And I go, hey, go to sleep. And I, <laughs> I talk to the dagger and it goes through the air and just hits him dead in the forehead. And he just goes, drops backwards. <laughs> Brilliant. Good lads. <laughs> uh, Elspeth, give me an Arcana check, please. Oh, not another one. <laughs> 20! 
You see the shadows around you flicker. Nobody else sees this, but this is, this is to you specifically as, but you see like, it's almost um, like the, the television on the ring as it like flickers, almost giving you a bit of a headache as you see further down the sewer in the darkness right here. And as you see, it has no body movement, but just kind of like this transparent apparition. And it's this creature that stands about seven feet tall and it's got long skinny limbs and it's wrapped in almost like these white bandages that kind of like drop and trail off into the ether. And it's got these very long, almost like arthritic knobbly uh, knuckles and joints and the very elongated yellowed and thick claws as it's got wrappings around its head. And it's got kind of just like a snout that comes down and you see these gray whiskers that are just very faded and, and drop down as you see it go just it blinks up right behind you and it places its hand on the cultist you've just killed as you see drawing its essence into its hand and then just is it you looks up at you and goes ah, and just disappears ah oh my god what the hell was that did Elf, you see you that? okay what did, did you else? see it was like this long bandage wrapped snouty monster and it sucked up the essence of the man I just killed. Is there a zombie um, rat king? Listen, these these two are only going to be asleep for a minute. We've got to get their robes off and deal with them. Um, I don't know what that was. Um, There's only three of them. So three robes. Uh, do I have to wear one? I'd rather it not touch well, me. Well, I'm thinking if you're sitting on one person. Two halflings in a You robe. sit on a, a bucket and then we put the robe over top of you in your bucket size. Because mm. you go first. You've got the golden eyes. Right. And oh. I can cast an illusion to make us all have the boils and look weirdy, nasty, like these oh, three. The things I do for work. I mean, we, if you think we were going down to the sewers and we weren't going to get dirty, I'm I'm not pleased about it either. But well, but there's a big difference between like bodily fluid dirty and like poop dirt is different from boil dirt. I'm just um, saying. DM, could I make a, like a medicine check and see if we think this is infectious? Oh yeah, absolutely. And because oh. of your experience with it, uh, you get advantage on it. I'm upset. I didn't think about twelve. Uh. Yeah, it's, you have enough experience, especially from the Enchanted Forest and everything else. This is all super infectious. Like, it's very much a, it's not an airborne thing. It's more like a bodily fluid thing. So be very yeah. careful around the boils. Maybe on second thought, we don't want to put these robes on. The robes touch them. Hey, And they're all pretty slimy. We can say we lost, if, if we encounter anyone and we're trying to be sneaky, we can just say we lost our robes because someone's going around shooting fire and they caught on fire. I can't get sick, so if I needed to wear one, I believe I could. I like that. Okay. Oh, but then, Bucket, I can't sit on you. We all make sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, maybe we can carefully hold on to one of the robes. Uh, all right, Bucket. But if something like or 
something gets into you, right? This may be the end of you, buddy. I'm I'm a little worried. Well, he doesn't have to put it on yet. Maybe it'll just be. Oh, I wish I pressed the digitation. Okay, Yojin takes one of the robes and is like inching it closer to Bucket with the nozzle of their flamethrower, so they don't actually have to touch it with their bare hands. Uh, Yo, Yojin, when you put your hands on the robe, you feel I'm not using I'm not using my like bare hands. I'm using the nozzle of my. Oh yeah. yeah, but when you get close to it, you do feel an affinity with this robe. Uh, give me. An I don't ar- want to feel an affinity with this <laughs> robe. Give, give me an Arcana check. Arcana. <laughs> six you know it's magical when you can't explain it but somehow these robes are reacting to you somehow yeah. like anything i can physically notice uh you do feel more resolute and you feel stronger around it oh okay i'm a little more confident than in my decision to nudge it over to bucket <laughs> Is there uh, any kind of check I can make to see? Uh, yeah, give what, me. Give do, do you tell us that that's uh, what's happened? Arcana check? No, or... I don't. I just just become a little bit more physically looking confident. I don't actually say anything about it because Yojin does not right. like to mention the weird shit that's going on with them. Hmm. Huh. All right. Well, yeah, let's just keep it with us and see what happens. Uh, bucket. It feels light, like a burlap robe. It doesn't look like it's well-made. In fact, you're pretty sure a gentle breeze or its first washing would probably disintegrate this thing into pieces. <laughs> I'll just stow this away then. All right, there's not much time before these two wake up. We better deal with them. I don't know if you want to kill them first and then torture them. <gasps> first, I want to check their pockets. Oh, oh they're infectious. Money growth. Even even I'm cautioning against touching them, Mari. They're really gross. Can we use the mage hand to lift things out of their pocket? I will say for uh, precedent, she did go after bodies uh, wrapped up in in death thorns to try and loot them as well. True. Or or hear me out. We torch everything, and whatever doesn't burn, you can. Oh, then it's like disinfected. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> cone them. Coins don't burn. All right, we're gonna we're gonna cone them. All right. Uh, give me roll me up so you can either do cone or line. Two d eight or four d eight. Four d eight. Your choice. Well, that like if I it won't make the the flame run out faster if I use a cone, right? No, it's the, it's the same charge for either. It's just oh. you got like an area or like a single line type of. Focused or, or concentrated? I guess I guess they are they are in a single line, so I don't need to cone them. Let's just hose them. All right, four d eight, please. They are unconscious and will automatically fail their saves. I got eighteen. Eighteen, as you send this gout of fire right across all of them, as you they wake up, scream like ah, ah as they are currently on fire right now. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yojin, Yojin's just like clapping on the side of the thing. <laughs> Great! You see them uh, writhing in pain as they both roll into the sludge to try and put themselves out. Because uh, there is an actually additional effect if they take fire damage the longer they're on fire. As you see them, as soon as they hit the ooze, you can see almost like tendrils reach up and grab them. As you see them just go like whoosh and off to the west. 
as they are taken. Uh, 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 no, come back. Well, Did it do anything? I look at the ground. I'm like grabbing at the ground to see if there's any coins or anything. Uh, the ground is covered in like this slimy grit and it mm-hmm. feels moist and warm to the touch. All right. I'm not touching the ground anymore. Oh, <laughs> stop saying moist and warm together. It's Please. So... Stop it. It's so nasty. It's Do I see it. the monster or anything again? Do I see that, that weird long-armed clawed thing? Give me an arcana check. Oh yeah, you see it standing, almost hovering, like like almost was standing on a on a sheet of glass. As you see, it trying to reach down to try and grab at the two, as it you can see like that little white va- vapor uh, or at, vespers of essence being pulled up. But then the the speed of the and the of the the current of the ooze rips it away. As you see it look up, and then whew, fades away. As again the. The lights kind of flicker, almost like someone flashing a light, uh, a light switch on and off really quick. Am I the only one seeing this? Yojin, can you see this thing with your eyes? Can with I? Your special see eyes. Uh, special eyes. Can I see anything? Oh yeah, you turn on your eyes, and it is a light with activity. Uh, the green ooze turns gold, like it looks like liquid gold in the sewer. Oh wow. You can also oh, see what appears to be almost like a vein network on the walls and the floors, and they all appear to have like a pulse, like they have a heartbeat to them. Everything is so shiny. Wow. What? I want to see shiny. Well, I want, I want to touch it. No, don't touch it. Don't. Uh, this print is gold. Is it all connected? Uh, I... Yojin kind of closes her eyes for a minute so they can think. Focus, um, focus. The, the, the goo looks like river gold, and and the walls look like some sort of like root network or something. It's it, hard to say, but I just I just want to touch the goo. It it looks like it an endocrine system to you. Like the, it looks like it's like a living organism. But can you see the monster? Can I see the monster? No, you don't see a monster at all. I I don't see any monster. I just I just see everything's changing color. It's like a weird trip right now. I would caution against touching it. Uh, it was very disconcerting to see them swept away. Yeah, but now it makes me wonder what this goo really is. Um, can Yojin go up to the goo again and do another arcana uh, check? Absolutely. I'd say even uh, okay. or a perception check, your choice, arcana or perception. They both suck for me. So technically, you still have my bardic inspiration. Oh. You didn't use it for the jump. Natural twenty. <laughs> Never mind. You're get you're getting extra on this, Yojin. Uh, so you, are you investigating like the veins on the wall or like the the goo itself? The goo because it's liquid gold. Okay. As you get up and you get closer, and like it's almost like those big bulbous anime eyes. As you get closer and closer, as you kind of reach down. Everyone else sees the goo reacting normally to Yojin. You can see almost like this golden vapor essence, almost like like spiritual fingers reaching up and touching fingertip to fingertip. Of all of a sudden, you hear thousands of voices in your head, almost like Charles Xavier going through Cerebro. As you just start to feel the presence of everyone around you who has the golden eye plague, 
and you start to hear all these voices and they start to filter down, filter down, filter down, filter there. And you hear this low drumming chant in the background. Like we summon, we summon, we summon the golden God. We summon, we summon. Mari, hit the wall with your flamethrower. Hit the veins. Okay. Jojen's communicating all this while it happens, by the way, to everyone. I, uh, I, I hit it with the flames. Uh, you hit it with the flames, Mari. You feel intense burning. It's like someone set your blood on fire. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. More of that. Sorry, Yojin. Sorry, Yojin. I got my half oh, okay. text. Yeah. <laughs> Yojin feels it. Yeah. yeah. That's Yojin what I starts just like crying. Be like, stop it. Stop it. it Don't do that. Oh, my God. Is she Will from Stranger Things? <laughs> uh, <gasps> all right. All right. We need to. Oh, this is how everyone's getting connected. It's this Yojin's slime. freaking out and actually goes to tackle Mari to get her to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you, okay, okay. You, for for that brief moment, Ojin, you did feel unified in a common cause. You felt yeah. solidified in united as part of something bigger than yourself. Yojin, did you take any damage? Are you hurt? I think I think just my feelings. That was I that really it felt like I was on fire. It felt Maybe like you were a little bit. I, I like my skin felt like it was on fire. It felt like my insides were burning and all the voices and just I But you didn't feel the, anything when we killed the other cultists, right? No, no no no. Just just when just when Mari set fire there. Let's okay. not do that again. That was that was a lot. We have to we have to kill everything so we can get this crap out of here. We you. need yeah, to get maybe. to that lab. We need to go bucket. Keep an eye out for this monster, though. It, it's it's around. It's sucking the lives out of things. We need to be careful. Yeah, and um, I think maybe I kind of want that cure now. This is <sighs> um, is this? I'm not happy with this. This is not good for me. It's not good for anyone. We will figure out a way to cure you and the rest of these poor people. Yeah, I don't. Agreed. I don't want to die via fire in my in my body. Yeah, I don't want to kill you via fire. I mean, I don't, I don't want to kill you at all. <laughs> I would appreciate. Oh, okay, thank you. I was going to ask about that because I was a little <laughs> concerned there. But if anyone were to kill me, I, it would be actually kind of nice if it was you. Oh, oh, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Romance for the ages. <laughs> Death by sticky bun. Oh. oh. All right. So let's move. What do you wish to do? Where do you wish to go? I'm well, following Bucket. So yeah, I was going to the lab, but uh, where the bodies got swept away is that in the same direction, or is that a different direction? Uh, the current, and from what you can analyze, it's going in the same direction. All right. Well, I'll keep uh, leading them. Uh, so is it north? Well, you said west, right? West. So. This direction, that way. All right. Question, how are you going to cross 10 feet of sewage? <laughs> how deep is it? You can find out. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> can Bucket throw us over? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Bucket, Bucket, toss us. Um, how, <laughs> how big is the surrounding area? It's pretty big. You've got uh, 15 feet on one side. 
Uh, you've got 15 feet on the opposite bank of the, uh, of the canal. Uh, you've got quite a, you got quite a bit of room. Well, I, I guess like, like height wise as well. Oh yeah. You've, you've got like a good 10 to 15 feet above you. Like they're very like old Parisian sewers, right? They're, they're with like arches and stuff like above, above you. Gotcha. Okay, but so, then how are we going to get Bucket across? I Well, that's the thing. So Bucket looks at the distance um, and looks at everyone and who's requesting him to throw them. And um, you see he sort of uh, beats his chest and uh, some runes alight on him. And suddenly he starts growing much larger. Yes! What? So Big Bucket becomes a large what? creature. He's like from like his like six foot height to what would you say, Johnny? Like fifteen feet? Uh <laughs> double feet? It's so like twelve twelve to fourteen, your choice. Bucket. You're you're near the top of the roof though. You're about five foot per clearance up from the top. Alright. Uh, well, what? I don't just... think it'll be much of a problem like this. <laughs> what just happens? Um, <laughs> and I'll like Bucket. Use my legs as like a bridge and just sort of like throw them each to oh. the other side. You're actually long enough you can reach across if you wanted to and be an actual bridge. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Feels a little weird. That's Is that impressive. what you do? Oh uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, sorry. Yeah. I'll uh, like lay down across the uh, across the puddle like uh like in old school movies, laying your jacket down on a puddle for uh, <laughs> for your date. Except oh it's two little halflings that are like, <laughs> sorry, 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 like, yeah. And the very life barb just gets across, no problem. Oh my god! It's pretty much like that sound of like ballet shoes on a metal floor, like pop, 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 as you. You've had to put it like Stewie feet. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. As you all cross over, and I imagine that bucket kind of does like that, like the. That Star Wars robot from the Mandalorian, where it, like how she does like a forward flip, but like from like its arms and shoulders because it's robotic, and just kind of like folds it himself over as he comes back up perpendicular again. Nice. So you're all. Bucket. Nice. How long does that last, Bucket? Uh, how have you been hiding this from me this whole time? Well, the last time I did it, we were concealed in a smoke screen, but it doesn't last very long. And then, like, after a minute passes, I'll just shrink back down to my normal size. They say if it lasts for four hours, then you should call your doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you a point of inspiration for that, because that was really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. All right, let me change the map up. Wow. Anyone else got any big secrets they want to tell me? I'm apparently connected to some weird... I'm connected to people, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> Don't like that I'm... at all. I'm an open book, so... I did not give them my choice for that. Okay. I got no secrets. Let me reveal some areas of where y'all are. ba 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 secret. Do some pinging. So you are all coming around right there. Do we need to drag ourselves back over? Uh, yes, please. Oh my god. And I've already forgotten how to do it again. This is why I love Roll20. For whatever reason, everything in this app I can never remember how to do. I need to be shrunk again. All right. I'll shrink you. Big bucket. Small bucket. Oops, sorry. <laughs> no, that was me. That moved at that time. 
You do do. Go to journal. Box collection. Yeah, you want to mouse over your icon and it should bring up like that three little menu bar. And you get that, then you can drag it on. Aha! There you go. I'm too tall again. I will. Oh, oh. It shrink. Oh, no, too much. I'll I'll let you I'll let you oh, shrink me. There sorry. we go. My apologies. I will refrain from that. You can have character autonomy. Uh as you've made it to the other side. Um Actually, I'm going to move you for ease of sake. You're actually on the south side. And everyone can give me a perception check. All right. Uh, an eight. Woefully. Ooh, look at all those natural 20s. Oh, 18, 20s. 21, 27. Everybody. Ooh. The two rogues again. Uh, so you hear... Hobbits are all things around their game today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want so, to get out of this shithole. Please, please. Uh, <laughs> hobbits are trademarked by, uh, by the Open State. Oh, sorry. And, uh, mm. Keep it halfling. They're taking the halfling size and car. <laughs> <laughs> taking the halflings to the sewers. So, Elsbeth, Mari, and Yojin, you hear a lot of panicked talking. Oops, let's get me correct stuff. A lot of panicked and rushed talking of again that raspy voices of a definite like we got to get going we have to this we're not safe here this is dangerous like we 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 got to get to the ceremony right away uh did they all feel it when i blew flame did they all sorry did they all feel it when i blew the flame uh you get the feeling that they're talking about because it it sounds like based on your natural twenties that they were chased by something. Oh, okay. And I'll say for also for Mari and Yojin, uh, as you look up and you see the the current of the this yellowish greenish ooze coming around, you can see as a let me just do some freehand drawing. Ooh. You see that the current. Oh, let's get a color that will stand out. You can see. It definitely comes down that way. It comes this way. It comes this way. And it kind of convexes. And kind of like does like that drainage gurgling sound as this seems to be almost like a whirlpool. Right here, but it's definitely. Flowing underneath. The sewer tiles. Okay. All right, do we go in guns blazing, or are we trying to sneak around here? I mean, we were told to burn um, anything we find down here. I I want to say guns blazing. I really want to shoot this flamethrower, and I'm sad I haven't had a chance yet, but I'm scared about now shooting things with a flamethrower, because what if it sets me on fire again? Well, you, we killed the other guys with the flamethrower, and you didn't get hurt. I think it was just the creepy wall goo. Okay. Hey, as long as we don't set the wall goo on fire, so avoid that, please. Okay. Just, but I just can't please say, let's shoot him. <laughs> let's move let's steadily forward. <laughs> All right. Stealth checks again and advantage for everyone because you're in the darkness. Ten. Ooh. 
Also a 10. 27. Ooh. Natural 20. More natural 20. Because it was advantage, right? Yes. Yeah. And oh, if, it was advantage, right. So I'm 16. If you don't have inspiration and you rolled a natural 20, get yourself some inspiration. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll use my inspiration because uh, I think uh, my clankety armor is too much. <laughs> there we go. 13. A little bit better. Nice. Well, you were 15. Well, I don't get advantage. Oh, you don't get advantage. Oh, right. Oh, right. Hey, can I shoot my Floyd up? One second, one second. I'm trying to populate your stuff. I just got, like, really... Essentially, it's just, I feel like a SWAT team going down with my flamethrower, just, like, peering around corners in the darkness. Mari on my side, just, like... Just breach and clear. Just breach and clear. (laughs) Can you imagine you're walking down the opposite end of this hallway, just having your day and all you see are two like halflings at the end of the hallway like jump around the corner with flamethrowers like <laughs> eh. city maintenance <laughs> city maintenance just doing her job sir <laughs> yeah the poor janitor down there right, this is a uh, knee deep sewer cleaners what can we do for you <laughs> knee deep and knee high Terminators now. Oh, actually, Mari, this is for you specifically because you have the golden eyes. No, Yojin no, does. Oh, Yojin, sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I had mine in a little box. They didn't get me. <laughs> yeah, no, I got bit or turned into it. Uh, so they do not see you, and you can see, like, as you pop your head around the corner, uh, they are, some people, there's a giant, let's see if I reveal that properly enough. There is a giant stone door right here, and you can see some people are like pounding on on the side of it, and you can see very hurried and chaotic conversations between the others. They they appear to be very panicked, like they're trying to get through to this door. All right, well, I don't even wait. I just open fire with my flamethrower. All right, you doing cone or line? I literally, um, a cone. So that's twenty, a cone of twenty feet. Uh, so let's get there. Which ones are you shooting at? All of them. All of them. Uh, see, so I don't know how to. So you yeah. get. Yeah. It's a big group. Okay. Roll me up 2d8 fire damage, please. Well, do you want to run up closer or are you shooting from where you are? Oh, can I get closer? Absolutely. You can get closer. You have a good enough. Oh, yeah. Check. No, I run at them like charging, like, like just silently, just like. But mentally, I'm like, ah, as I run <laughs> towards them. With, and then as soon as I get close enough, just open fire. And that's my first shot with a flamethrower. All right. So <laughs> here's, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to set some stuff up because we're going initi- to roll initiative. And this is going to be a surprise round. Yeah. Surprise attack, sneak attack with a flamethrower. Yeah. One second. Whoops. So you're going to get a free round to act. Okay. Roll initiative Ooh. for that. And... <laughs> Yoshin, that's perfect. You're going first anyways. <laughs> and everyone else will get a chance to react as well. Second, let me roll this. I can't believe I have a flamethrower. I love this so much. This is like a dreams Very come good. true episode. 
<laughs> All right, Yojin, uh, you get to go first because this is the surprise round. So, Excellent. oh, so roll so, 2d8, and I got to roll some dexterity saves for six people. Ooh, for 16. Ooh. <laughs> One second. That's a fail. Fail. Pass. Natural one. Natural one. Ooh. Ten. So they take that 16 fire damage. Let's mark it up. So, Yojin, what is the sights and sounds of this little halfling with a flamethrower? <laughs> all, all you hear around is, like, I'm assuming there's people around the corner, so all you really see is just the, hear the pitter-patter of, like, running feet, slapping feet, um, giving them just enough warning before suddenly they hear this, and then this, like, this flamethrower just bursts out, this cone of flame bursts out from this halfling. Nice. I, I very much feel it's like that, that Louise animated gift from Bob's Burgers with, like, the laughing in the flames around her. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's that. It is that, 100%. Okay. Absolutely. They don't get to go. Yojin's, Yojin's been a little, a little upset that Mari's been able to use her flamethrower twice now, and Yojin hasn't had the chance. So this is like their redeeming moment. Uh, this is almost the exact same thing as they all have big bulbous gold eyes, again, knotted uh, arthritic hands, and tufts of hair and just like these brown and green robes as you just come in and whoosh you light them up as they all begin to like writhe and roll around on fire you can see like a couple like stone fixtures on the walls they get charred uh as you actually feel a little singe and burning in your own in your own bloodstream as you singe and scorch the sides uh and it's again this brown there's almost like this brown organic material on the floor and like it's almost as if the walls have blisters on them as you see them writhing around getting cooked inside uh, this small little chamber. Uh, Elspeth, it is your go. Okay, so these two um, to the side here, these ones, mm -hmm. um, are they running towards? Uh, they were uh, kind of like they were hunched over, catching their breath. That that was more for uh, Yojin. You technically can't see them because of the darkness. So okay, the, they're well, they're unknown to you until you get like a little closer oh, yeah, to the chamber. Sorry, I didn't tell you guys. Okay. I went after right. the big group that was barreled in a corner. So Yojin, where are you right now? You moved ahead. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm I moved my character. I'm right in front. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I have. Even the light from the flamethrower for everybody else, it was very restrained, very restricted. It wasn't as bright as you thought it would be. Interesting. All right. I'm going to do uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Actually, 30. There, guys. Um, and then let me just check the range on this one. And this is a very Apocalypse Now type of scenario where it's just like people in robes sheathed in flames, like writhing around as they've just been roasted by a flame, by a magical flamethrower. And a cackling halfling in, in all. <laughs> Take note, while Yojin was aiming away from Faith, she aimed it towards six others. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to cast uh, dissonant whispers towards um, the first uh, cultist there. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Oh, yeah. You can um, it's a wisdom now. save throw. Okay. Spell save is 15. Okay. They get advantage. Darn it. Still a seven. Right. So then they take. Oh, I'm reading the wrong thing. Where'd it go? Uh, 3d6. Nine. Nine damage. And what does Distant Whispers do to them? It's a discordant melody. So, uh, again, I take out my lute and kind of strum a harsh uh, sound and, and I focus it directly towards them. It sort of hits them and they have to, it's like in their, in their mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. You see, as you first get visual on them, they're kind of both like keeled over. They're panting desperately. Like it looks like they've just been running for quite a bit. And then you see them both reach up and grab their skulls and just kind of like, ah, like reach up and just scream in pain as the sound just rifles right through them. Right. And that brings us to Mari. It is, unless you have a bonus action you want to do as well, Elizabeth. Um, I think I'm okay for now. Oh, never mind. Uh, wait, I do have, I guess I'd, I've got some bardic inspiration, but I think I want to hang on to it for right now. I'm oh. all good. Okay. Uh, Mari, it is your go. Okay, so five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Okay, so I'm going to go right up beside Elspeth here because I've seen, I've seen her attack something that isn't right here. Mm -hmm. And as I get closer, can I see them? Oh, you absolutely can't see them. They're both grasping their heads right now. Well, the only one. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and put them out of their misery, and then I point the flamethrower at them. Okay. Yes! Dexterity. <laughs> uh, line or cone? Uh, they're in the straight line, right? Yes. Line. I don't want to flame anybody else, so we're going to go straight line on these guys. The 14 and a 3, so they both fail. Roll me up 48, please. Okie dokie. Ooh. 17 as they both look very torches. One was grabbing his head and screaming and the other uh, so nine and that you actually see the first one fall uh, as he gets charred up by magical flamethrower as the second one still is like in shock and like being coated with flame. Uh, Bucket, it is your go. All right. Well, he's just going to see all of these poor, squishy people run up ahead of him into the fight. And, uh, 25, 30. Um, and then I am going to see that there are many more people still standing here and sort of uh, use my action to dash and just sort of interpose myself between Yojin and the rest of the flaming cultists. And then I'll like put out my arm and you see this uh it's like piece of metal just unfold like one of those uh folding fans across into a shield and I'll just stand at the ready. Nice. The nice. robots cool. <laughs> robots are cool. So cool. All right. So cool. Surprise! I only saw him drive a, a, a cart before. I only saw him drive the cart before, so this is amazing. This is wild. Uh, surprise We've never right? seen anything like this. We've been in the forest with witches and fungus. 
<laughs> I taught him everything he knows. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, cultists don't get to go, so we go back up to Yojin. Uh, this is normal operating turns now for for everybody. Yeah. So, so when I shoot the flamethrower, it it does like one big blast, right? And then it's I have to hit it again if I want to shoot again. Correct. Yes. Um, what's the state of all the cultists in front of me? Uh, aside from one, they look like they've taken a massive fire hit. One, this guy right here. Yeah. Appears to be doing so-so, yeah. not as not as bad, not as badly burnt as his comrades. <laughs> so so. All right. Um in here. Yojin's going to reach because they don't want to ra- waste another blast of of a fire. They're going to reach inside their pocket and they're actually going to pull out a flask of oil and throw the oil on them so they'll burn even more. Nice. Uh, I'll say same effect, but it's going to be two uh, d six fire uh they're gonna do a dexterity save if they save on it they don't take any damage but if they fail it then they will take the full damage so roll up your two so i just roll my 2d6 yes please okay first one fail oh Oh. not great second one passes that's a lot of 19s that's a six that's a 15 so it passes it's a 10 and a five, so let's count that up. I think that was two or three. Uh, one, two, three. So the first two and this guy, everyone else is taking three damages. Twelve. The where the oil lands, you see. Again, like another thick lobule of oil come out and just splash across everybody as the fire has stopped, but it looks like it was slowly starting to go out and then it all reignites one more time. <laughs> Pyro halflings. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> all right. Bonus action. Um, my bonus action will be... Um... Yojin's just going to celebrate. They're going to be like immediately just like kind of like stop and be like, did you see that? Did you see that? Look how on fire they are. Look at the melt. And it's just kind of like pointing at the party and not even caring that they're all the cultists aren't taken out yet. They're just like, this is so cool. Best day of my life. And then you hear Mari on the other end like, yeah. (laughs) Turn that back on. Come on. There we go. You should get behind me. Reveal some areas now. As you hear coming from down further down the the sewerways, you hear it's kind of like. (laughs) Is there an animal in there? Uh, I don't know what that is. So for Elspeth and Mari, you see these two fleshy tentacles reach out and grab this cultist who's on fire and gets pulled. Down the hallway, let me do a quick bite attack roll, because he's already been on fire. And we cooked them for him. <laughs> he's taking f- 15, Don't eat us. <laughs> 15 points, and you hear a sickening crunch as bone and sinew being snapped uh, in together. Uh, Elspeth, you see the, the lights flicker one so more we time. we doing them a favor. <laughs> oh, no, the monster. 
As you see, this other monster comes comes up. Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. Uh, it looks like it can't reach you. And what you see above you or in front of you is this weird amalgamation of flesh. And it appears to be as. Uh, I can't, I was, I can't, it was either Mario who said it, it is in fact an undead rat king. It As is. you see this, <laughs> a compilation of rats fused together, but you do see like human arms and human extremities just kind of sticking out almost like a, a, like an Akira flesh blob at the end, but most, mostly made of rats. Uh, as you see, it's going to do its two tentacle attacks. Nope. That is a um, 22 versus you, Mari. Twenty-two and a twenty-five versus Elspeth. That it's uh, they wrap around you. You are grappled and restrained as you smell. You feel like this wet, sickly, fleshy vine wrap around you. As you feel almost like it wants to pull pull you towards, like its multiple mouths that just open up all of a sudden. Uh, Elspeth, you do notice that it's the same flesh color as that rat-like creature that you saw earlier and because it's 9 30 that is where we're going to call it for the Whoa! week welcome to the sewers it's part of my halloween module i don't want to be a part of a rat king yeah, <laughs> i was really into this at first now i don't want to be <laughs> uh...